you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin the Addisons. On American Family Radio. Oh, my goodness. It's great to be back with the (laughs) Erin the Addisons family. I feel like it's been way too long. Like, I I do. I, I have to admit. And, um... You know, I was kind of feeling like, okay, it's time. It's time for us to be back with the family, and so I'm glad that we're all here. We're back. Welcome to your Friday. Uh, we're back just in time. We were we were on ministry assignment. Can I yes. say it that way? Yes. I've been told that I can't say a whole lot about what we were doing. Yeah. It makes me anxious because like well, saying a whole right lot now. about stuff is kind of what I do. That's true. I say a whole lot about stuff. Got to hold back. Um, but we'll just hold back. You'll just have to trust us that we were doing um, a work that that I hope serves our country. Yeah. <laughs> After first serving the Lord, that it was that it was honor to the Lord. I just I don't know. I just feel like it's more official if I say it that way. Yeah. Um. We were doing some things that if we if we told you what we were doing, never mind. No, that's not true. We, <laughs> we were on mission. Um. I will tell you that we were in the great state of Texas. Yes. And we're going to talk a little bit about Texas today because we're going to be looking at it's Friday, so we do a little bit of a lighter show on Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to go to Texas because Texas has made, I say Texas as if it's a person. A man from Texas, uh, okay, specifically speaking, a man from Texas has made an offer regarding um, Elon Musk's recent acquisition of Twitter, mm-hmm. and I thought it'd be neat to kind of talk about that because it's Friday. We do a lot of sh- uh, lighter show on Friday. We usually don't get around to some of these issues, but before we do that, mm-hmm. um, I want to do a couple of things. I want to announce the Marriage Family Life Conference, remind our listeners about that, mm-hmm. and in addition to that, I also want to say a huge thank you because we were not on the air the Friday after our spring share and so I just want to say a huge heartfelt thank you to all of our listeners who yeah. so graciously gave and supported this work, um, to all of our listeners who are praying for us, who have partnered with us spiritually and financially, um, believing that we are doing an important work. Uh, thank you so much. It was it was wonderful to get some feedback um, from our listeners, even regarding the way that we approached our share and um, just the way that we communicate with our listeners. That means a lot. So thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for that. Thank Will you. be great. Yes, July 7th, 8th, 9th, we have the Marriage Family Life Conference in, uh, right here in Tupelo, Mississippi, at the Bancorp South Arena. If you go to marriagefamilylife.net, marriagefamilylife.net, you can get details and register there. We would love to see you there. We'd love to see you and your whole family. Uh, we have a conference within a conference, which is the uh, Youth Apologetics Track, and so... Um, that's just an opportunity for the whole family to be ministered to. So go to marriagefamilylife.net and register now. It's just going to be a great time. I hope to see you there. Okay. So let's jump right into our Friday content. We do a little bit of a lighter show, as I've already said. Mm-hmm. And I forgot to say that Sherry B and Jay Macro on tap. One of these stories that I will, I've, I kind of feel like after I get to the story, I should probably say, I won't tell you which one came from her, but one of these stories <laughs> Sherry B sent to us uh, <laughs> while we while we were working away. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, boy, you know, it's 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 only it's because of, you know, 
what we talk about on a regular basis and we say we're often asking the question like, I mean, my goodness, have we reached the max? <laughs> have we reached the max? Like, have we gone too far that we just you kind of just have to come back. It's sort of like um, Forrest Gump running as far as he can run and mm -hmm. then like, okay, I'm tired. <laughs> just stop running. Just... Guess I'll go home now. <laughs> and every, you know, everybody else, is, they're all running after him. They're just sort of like, what are we going to do? What about us? What are we going to do? You know what I mean? And, and he's just like, mm, I don't know. You know what I mean? And so, um, Anyway, I kind of feel like that's how our country is. I feel like that's mm -hmm. how our modern pop culture is everybody's just sort of running after what has been collectively agreed upon and and by the way because the collection of people who have no fear of god in their eyes is so large mm -hmm. uh it can seem really mm -hmm. easy for them to come to an agreement right because they all agree that they reject god so when you have that as sort of like your basic starting point <laughs> it's it's easy to sort of like rally around that and i think that's what our culture is doing our culture has uh, largely agreed. By the way, if you believe, if you have a biblical view of who God is, you have a biblical worldview, um, Bible-believing Christian, you are a minority in the United States of America. Mm. Now, the problem with that is that you don't enjoy like a protected status, but you are a minority, just to tell you, right? So the majority of people living in this country right now, um, they have rejected God. They have, even among the people who would identify themselves as Christians, they have rejected God. And how do you see this? You see this represented in the positions that they take on issues. You see this represented in the way they interact, even among other believers who would point to scripture as the authority and say, well, look at what the word of God says. You would find that these people also reject it. Um, I do not put them in the category of those that would be described as the remnant, right? The right, remnant, right. You, you will recognize them. Um, as you already do recognize them because they're peculiar people. They don't just, you know, go along with everything. So anyway, getting back to my original point here to go into this story, by the way, what we're going to do in this first segment is kind of set up with three, maybe four stories. Okay. And then we'll open the phone lines and get your take Ooh. on today's content. All you can right. comment on any of these stories. It's sort of like we're just going to hand them out like like Uno cards. Boom, boom, boom. And then <laughs> and then everybody can comment on them. Um, I'm not even sure if I should give a disclaimer on this story. I'm not sure if I should um, give a disclaimer. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's it's just weird, but it is a true story. Um, so, but maybe if you've got like a five year old or a six year old listening, you might you might not want them to hear it. I I, I don't know. I I just think in terms of Sam Witt, who's five, mm -hmm. Sam Witt would be like, what? what? You know what is that? Okay. Huh? So 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 here. That's the disclaimer. Here's the story. This is from the Daily Wire. Um, a man who is described in this article I, as a fictosexual, fictosexual. Don't worry. I'm gonna dis, I'm gonna I'm gonna define this for you because if you're like me, you're just like what now? Like what in the world right. now? What does that mean? All right. So this is a man who married a um, a 16 year old hologram. He married a hologram. Okay. <laughs> he married a hologram. And put, okay. You put married, married in quotes here. Okay. Right. This, but this is, <laughs> this is where we are. Like these, oh. these are the kinds of conversations that we're having. All right. So this story here, and, and by the way, the reason I'm, I'm, this is the Japanese man who did this, but the reason this story is important is because in the United States of America, People are commenting on this story saying that it doesn't matter whether or not you agree with him. It just matters that he's happy. OK, it just matters that he's happy. The reason this is in the, the headlines, again, because he, he so-called married 
this um, hologram four years ago. But the reason this is making headlines now is because the technology that he used to communicate with this hologram is no longer being supported on the platform that he was using. Mm -hmm. So he can't communicate with the hologram that he believes is his wife. But, but again, this sounds wild and just sort of way out there. The problem is that in the United States of America, people are saying, so what? Like, right. I mean, as long as he's happy, as long as he's happy, that's what, what so matters. They, so they're is feeling that, like he should be able to uh, communicate with his quote unquote hologram wife. Like they, well, yeah, they feel like he should be able to communicate, but also that that's legitimate. So, so whatever happened to mental illness in, in this country concerning that? that we that's don't, mental we don't, illness. We can't even recognize that. That's, like, man. Yeah. Great question. Mm. We, we can't even recognize that. Like we, we can't identify that in any of what would have been sort of like the telltale signs that there is a mental disconnect or that someone has some sort of issue that needs some outside help. Okay, you know, here's the story. Yeah, a fictosexual man can no longer communicate with his, quote, Wife of four years, um, wow. Aki, Akihiko Kondo, a 38-year-old Japanese man, mm-hmm. wed a holographic image of the blue-haired anime character Hatsune Miku in 2018. The character, and this is interesting to me, the character is described as 16 years old. Mm. He's 38. Yeah. I just, I mean, you yeah, know, there could, but, I'm, but, but again, hey, even to go down that trail to try to explore this almost sort of like legitimizes it. Like, you know, so even, even though that was a little bit concerning for me, I thought if I hang out there, I might, I might be found to be answering a fool in his folly. Like it might seem like I'm <laughs> like, yeah. So, but why are you, why are you marrying a 16 year old? You know, because it's not, it's not like, <laughs> right. you know, even though it's a problem, yeah. I don't know how to handle that problem. Yeah. That's a problem. Okay. But I don't right. know how to handle it without legitimizing hmm. the story that I am on a Friday. I'm, I'm, I'm carefully mocking. Man, there's so, and there's so many ways. But there's so many aspects to problem. mock this. It's a problem, right? Like, even if it's a fake Hologram, sixteen year old. That's that's, that's right. a problem. Yes, yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. Just, I just want to make sure we all real, we all agree still, on that. You know, it's okay. still a problem. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Back to the article. Uh, Kondo fell in love with the character in two thousand eight, after he was ostracized from his peers following intense bullying at work. Okay, wait a minute. So if somebody in the professional community should have like a legal pad out right now. Like, this is the kind of thing that you'd sit down and, and the person would start taking notes. Oh, I see. Okay, so you were ostracized. Okay, I see. So then you started to feel a little bit separate and different. And okay, so we so so now we're kind of like getting to the roots. And it probably goes back a little bit further than this work incident, hmm. right? That he has some real issues that need to be dealt with. Instead, we have put the legal pads away. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to get a t-shirt and bring out the legal pads again. <laughs> Make legal pads great again. We need the legal pads out, right? We need people sitting across from people and taking notes. And and I'll go a step further and say we need people sitting out across from people with legal pads and Bibles, taking notes and mm. referring to scripture and helping people. All right, so here we go. Technology made it possible for the anime fan anime fan to interact with this hologram beginning in 2017 thanks to a gate box machine. This a $1,300 device allows users to interact with characters using holograms. This was also how Kondo was able to, quote unquote, marry the object, the object of his affection. 
I think that's it, like it, literally like that's what <laughs> it's an. I, I know. Anyway, recently, software support for the Gatebox technology was eliminated. And as a result of that, he has not been able to communicate with this hologram. Okay, so Kondo said (laughs) to uh, News Hub, quote, my love for Miku hasn't changed. I held the wedding ceremony because I thought I could be with her forever. Like, now, you know, this, again, this is again, this is a real, this is, this is a real, it don't but sound the reason real. <laughs> it does not, it really does not. But here's the thing. Um, this has support in the United States because it is Kondo's truth. It is this 38 year old man's truth. Right. And so, because we have gone down the lane where we say everything, yes, yeah, yeah. And everything like that, all of that, we can't. You can't respond to this the way we would normally respond to this, right? Mm-hmm. So the thing that's interesting to me about um, this article is, first of all, it details why this this man wanted to have a public wedding, um, why he wanted people to know that, quote unquote, you know, fic- fictosexuals are real fiction. Okay, fictosexuals. I mean, it's in the name. Fiction. It's, okay, it's, I, I mean... just I just want people to understand. Like this is okay. So he mm-hmm. wanted people to know that they're real. He spent 2 million yen, the equivalent of $17,300 on the wedding. $17,300 US dollars, okay? Man. Uh 2 million yen on the wedding, okay? Man. And and so this is what he said to the BBC at the time that he quote unquote married the hologram. Guys, I'm not making it up. Okay, here we go. He goes, there are two reasons why I had a wedding publicly. The first one is to prove my love to Miko. The second one is that there are many young otaku people like me falling in love with anime characters. I want to show the world that I support them, end quote. Guys, wow. so a lot, wow. can I just say that a lot of American kids are into anime? Yeah, you're right. A lot. Anime is also um, sort of a gateway fascination to uh, those who, and not for all, so please bear with me here, not for all, but for those who later go down the the trail of being trans identified. Mm. Um, Anime has been one of those platforms that those who are loudly and proudly trans sort of like populate. Also, so just some put that porn, in your back pornographic pocket. type stuff as well. Absolutely, it's, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's 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 mind-boggling. This is where we are, and that this has such wide support, and that perfectly sane people cannot say something is wrong here. Mm. All right, we'll grab the breaks. The Friday edition. Stay right there. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. It's the Friday edition. We call it our Friday Gumbo Show, and you are invited to be a part of that. I want to load up just a couple more stories. Um, I'll try to move a little more quickly through these stories. We won't spend as much time as we did on the first one. Um, because then I want to get you to comment on them. We can talk about that. Anyway, I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that was Trip Lee with Gave It All. 
And Sherry B and J Mac are on tap to help us navigate the show in just a couple minutes here, maybe like three or four, ten. I will be giving out the number um, for us to for us to get your calls, your comments on today's content. Just again, a, kind of a Friday show here. Everyone, I think everyone, I feel like, uh, has been following the acquisition of Twitter by Elon Musk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everyone is aware of this. Elon mm-hmm. Musk has um, has acquired Twitter. He purchased Twitter for forty four billion dollars, <laughs> uh, fifty four dollars and twenty cents a share, which is amazing to think about. And I well, don't like what y'all doing over there. I'm, I'm going to buy y'all. Uh, J.D., man, I, I tell you, you know, just and this was one of the observations that our son made. You know, we were listening to the news um, as, as we were driving around Texas. And um, and, you know, that was one of the comments that he made mm. that he goes, he goes, I just it's I, it's you don't like the way they're doing something. So you buy the whole company. Just, you know, give me that. He goes, I can't. He goes, I just cannot imagine that. And I said to him yet, maybe one day, <laughs> maybe one day. May, maybe one day, son, you know, for the glory of God, maybe Amen. the Lord will enable you to do some things for him. For him, right? Because there's a difference. Right. There, there's a difference in just doing things, but there's there's something different about doing something for the glory of God. So anyway, we're talking about this, and we our family's been following this. We think it's kind of funny. Um, of course, JD is a car kid. JD just has various interests. Like he just, I mean, what, but the thing about He's him very is inquisitive. That he is very inquisitive, so, and whatever it know, is that he is is sort of animals, like has his attention at cars, that moment, he dives in. Yeah. And so he has um, he has been interested in the Tesla vehicle for a long time. Yeah. And so that's how he's aware of Elon Musk because of Tesla. So 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 pause. I was having so we were on our way to church. My mom was here. Yeah. And so there was a Tesla that kind of drove by and JD Mm -hmm. was like, oh, the Tesla, you know, yeah. My mom's old school. I'm not buying those <laughs> electric cars. They're trying to get us all. A, man, I mean, you know, you know how my mom. My mom. I know. Your and mom JD was is like, black helicopters, yeah. foil paper hat. So, yeah. JD, but it saves on gas, like gas money. It's, gas yeah. is so expensive right now. And, and, you know, that's what they want us to do. They, you know, and so JD and my mom are going back and forth about, you know, he's pro Tesla. She's like, Oh, I'm never going to buy that. <laughs> it's just, it was funny. I was just sitting there just listening. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's the generational gap that exists. <laughs> I am I am somewhere between your mom and JD. I'm just some, I'm kind of I'm not like 100% JD like all gung ho all of the technology. Let's do it. You know I'm I do kind of have in the back of my mind like mm, they might put in a kill switch. That like, <laughs> right. We don't, we don't want you. We don't dri- want you I going there. No, I will say this. I don't think that I don't <laughs> think that you know Tesla will do that because. Elon Musk is well. Hope not. He seems to be pro freedom. He's, yeah, you know, but, yeah. But on but, our way to a ministry event, uh, no, nah, Mickey Addison money to go. <laughs> where there. are you going? <laughs> who, who who are you guys going to minister to? Like what? Ah, uh, nah, we don't think you guys. Which, need. And so there you are on the side of the road. You know, which could happen. Which you know, I'm not going to go on the tangent because we have a, a show here. But mm-hmm. it also reminds me of the driverless uber thing oh that my I goodness but anyway I, we don't have to talk about that now okay but technology man Maybe things we should are soon though <laughs> things are, are, are pretty crazy yeah i don't know because it while <laughs> you know the uber the driverless uber car has been tested for a while mm-hmm. they you know had some areas some cities where it's been tested i've also seen the driverless uber car not be able to be pulled over <laughs> I've, I've seen that one car that the police officer tried to pull over and when the officer got up the 
got out, the car started to take off again. <laughs> and then, and, and, but then the thing is, like, hey. who do you who do you say? Right. I told you to stop. You can't. I mean, like, you just. Yeah, yeah. I don't anyway. know. There, there are pros and cons. <laughs> so, so, but here's the interesting thing. Yes, so, Elon yes. Musk mm-hmm. has purchased Twitter, and and I think everything we need to know about the power of Twitter can be observed in the liberals' reaction to Elon Musk's acquisition of Twitter. Even yeah. the Twitter employees yeah. who are all just sort of like... In tears. <laughs> they're like, like, yeah. like, and I... Seriously, though, you know, I am a little bit dramatic, but seriously, the the Twitter employees right now are literally saying they are sick and tired of all of the talk about free speech. <laughs> the Twitter employees are saying that like that, like leading up so. to this, That's the Twitter crazy. employees were like, how do we go from poison pill to like, he's got it. Like, how, how do we go? They, they literally <laughs> do not understand how this all worked and, and how it's they didn't funny. come out on top. Pretty right. It, it really is interesting to watch. But I will tell you this. It tells us the power and the influence and the magnitude of Twitter. And it's amazing. I saw a story where it said that he had a conversation with the Babylon B guys before he. Yes. Doing- that's interesting. He wanted to confirm he so so Elon Musk wanted to confirm that the Babylon Bee was actually mm-hmm. banned from Twitter. And they were. He contacted them <laughs> and they affirmed it. They said or they confirmed it. They said, "Yep, we've been banned." And and then he started thinking about, "Okay, well, I'm going to take that." <laughs> That's amazing. I That's just, amazing. you know, I mean, Babylon B, Tesla. I mean, twi- <laughs> that's, that's uh, yeah. It's, what it's, what it's, an affinity it's, for satire that funny. you have, <laughs> that you would just buy a company that banned the satirical site that you love. I mean, because many know? people which, were banned, you know, from Twitter. People, which, by the but way, Babylon B, you don't touch the bet. Hey. So, so uh, <laughs> Twitter users and Twitter employees. This is just sort of like the word on the street or the word inside their homes, because I think a bunch of the Twitter employees are working remotely which is another question. Some of them are concerned. They don't know what Elon Musk is going to do. Like they don't know, you know, I got to get to the story. Okay. But let me just, (laughs) let me say this. So the other thing that is a nail biter for them Mm -hmm. is that they think they, they are afraid that former president Trump could be welcomed back to Twitter. He got his own thing. This is true, but why why wouldn't he have both? Well, like, why he wouldn't could. he? I mean, because there's still people who are still on Twitter and who still also want to hear from him. I just I expect that you will see more wow. things coming out that that, you know, everyone's been skeptical. You knew that there was something going on with Mr. Go Rhythm. Right. You knew that Mr. L, Mr. Mr. L. L was up to no good. But I think that um, Elon Musk is going to show, I think, more than people even realize. OK, so let me get to the story here because we were just recently right. in Texas. And um, I think this is very interesting. So a Texas landowner is offering Elon Musk 100 acres of free land for a new Twitter headquarters. Mm. Well, Texas, I'm telling you, <laughs> I love Texas. Texas is like, come over here. We, we got come, you. Look, I wrote I wrote in my notes, you know, wow. te- Texas will take him. Texas will take Twitter. You know how people are just like they're not going to do anything. To- nah, we'll Bill take right. It. Bill right here. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. We'll, so here's the here's the story though, and I think this wow. is <laughs> this is interesting because this landowner who is offering um, Elon Musk and what would be the Twitter company offering these 100 acres of land for free. Um, this has caused a bit of a back and forth between two states. Uh, so now Texas is sort of um, kind of locking horns. I don't know how many of these I have, y'all, but That's just bear good. with me. I got, I got a few of them. I see okay, what you, did there. Uh, you see what I did there? Okay, and there, and everybody in Texas is like I like her, I like her a lot. Kind of locking horns with California, but if you put a Longhorn up against like an orange, I mean, right. it's really not. 
<laughs> a longhorn. Can I, I guess, keep going? Yeah, I, it's not. Fruits. It's not going to be. Okay, it's not going to. Um. Yeah. It's not going to. Um. A longhorn okay. will win. So okay. right. So the so the fruit versus like the cattle. <laughs> All right. Here we go. One Texas landowner is offering Elon Musk 100 acres of free land as wow. an incentive for him to move Twitter's headquarters to the Lone Star State. Jim Schwertner, CEO of Schwertner Farms, has offered up the prime real estate just 38 miles north of Austin. Quote, Elon Musk moved Twitter to Schwertner, Texas, 38 miles north of Austin in Man. Williamson County, and we will give you 100 acres for free. This is what Schwertner tweeted. Schwertner Farms, um, with more than 20,000 acres in Williamson and Bell counties, also shared details regarding his new offer with the Austonian. And this is what he said um, in the Austonian. I'm going to quote him here. We think it's a good idea, especially when you've got Samsung coming to Taylor, Schwartner told the outlet. Mm -hmm. I mean, this area is exploding and we want to be a part of this explosive growth. Now, what's interesting to note is that three of Musk's other companies, Tesla, SpaceX and the Boring Company, are all operating in Texas. Schwartner said this during an interview. I just think with all the stuff he's done, he evidently likes Texas, right? Or he wouldn't have moved from California. (laughs) And I want to be a part of his plan if he'll come Man, visit with us. I now, would do it. Well, I would so do it. So would I. Yeah, so, uh, but now I yeah, okay. So go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go no, ahead. No, I was you just going to say it, yes. it's amazing to see, like when somebody like Elon Musk, what he did, like buying Twitter mm-hmm. and saying why, you know, because yes. of speech, free free speech and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. How other people with money, like hey. You get that? We give you the land. Like it's just <laughs> like it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's like, like a, a, one big happy family. <laughs> Yes, That's it's amazing. wonderful. Wow. Yeah. It's, okay. Now, I, I want to say something. I want to I want to continue with this, but I do want to throw something out and get your thoughts on this because if I'm well, let me finish this article okay. and just remind me to go back to my caution. Okay, my concern. Okay. All right. So so here we go. Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott first invited Musk to move Twitter from California to the Lone Star State after the billionaire's purchase of the social media platform on Monday. Abbott shared the invitation on Monday evening after the announcement. <laughs> After the announcement of Musk's offer to purchase Twitter had been approved at Elon Musk, he tweeted, bring Twitter to Texas to join Tesla, SpaceX and the boring company. But, of course, California was having none of that. (laughs) So the spokesperson for um, the Democratic (laughs) Governor Gavin Newsom, um, Aaron Mellon, tweeted this out. Even after Elon Musk announced Tesla's move to Texas, they expanded in California. And Elon has started all of his businesses in California, presumably. Now, listen closely, Texas. This is what she said. I want y'all to lean in. Sound like (laughs) a challenge to me. This is Governor, California Governor Gavin Newsom's spokesperson. And Elon has started all of his businesses in California, presumably because he knows this is where innovation and talent lives. Mm. Texas, y'all gonna take that? That's fight, I'm sorry, that's that fighting was, words. Look, but you know, Texas though, they they like they don't what? Care. No, they they'll be care. like, wait. No, they're like, <laughs> what? You know, you want to challenge you to a duel? Let me let me you say something. <laughs> as soon as I read that last line, there was someone somewhere in Texas that threw his saddle over back of his horse. <laughs> Mount up, and and you heard all the clang, and you you know, think of those old westerns as like it's just like you know what. I'm going to get him. And they he just he just saddled up right then and just started out and his wife was like, "Honey, your sandwich." He's like, "I'll get it tomorrow." Tomorrow. "Honey, Man. your water." I got me a canteen. And he's just going. He's going to, and and That's where is he going? Funny. To California. What are you going to do when you get there? I don't know. I'll just figure it out. 
That anyway, is funny. so here's so my caution? concern, though. Yeah, what's, okay, what's, here's what's my your... concern. Mm-hmm. I'm so like, hey. one of the reasons mm-hmm. that we see what has been historically conservative states shifting is because mm-hmm. of the expansion of companies. Mm-hmm. They are moving to these to these conservative states because mm-hmm. they're better, mm-hmm. but they are also bringing their employees with them. Gotcha. And some of these employees are as liberal as they come. And so yes. what happens over time is that you start to see the color or the shading yes. of these states start to shift because the people who are coming, because they love the state, they're still bringing those same liberal ideas that cause them to vote for the liberal policies that sent their states down the toilet. But they're bringing those policy ideas yes. with them to the states that are great. Until they start voting. So wouldn't you think there'll be a, a difference in the employee that's going to be under Musk? Because Oh, no, no. Becky Breakdown is not going to go. She's not going to move to Texas. So she, like the, the person see, who's just so like, yeah. There may yeah. be, you know, would that really hurt? You know what I'm saying? I, it seemed like there would be some more uh, uh, conservative, you know, people that would want to work under if, a Twitter. If, if Elon yeah. Musk draws employees <clears throat> from from the Texas seed. Yeah. All right. Um, then I think he'll do all right. Yeah. I think and I think the state will do all right. Yeah. But if if he like I, I feel like it almost should be sort of like a customs check. You know how like when you're traveling, you bring in any food, mm-hmm. you bring in it. I think it should almost kind of be like you bring in any nuts. <laughs> right. You get it right. like you when, it, when they read like, it. it should be like, you know, TSA is sort of like, yeah. all right, I'm sorry. Like yeah, you guys yeah. are relocating. Um, <laughs> we're going to have to do a fruit and nut check. Like yeah. you just can't bring that into Texas. We, you know, we just we don't have space for that. Yeah. You know, yeah. now I do say this, though, if Elon Musk were to relocate Twitter mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Texas, it would have to change its name. And that could be a public relations nightmare. That could be a company nightmare, but it would no longer be called Twitter in Texas. It probably would be Twitter. <laughs> oh. No, Texas. Y'all mad? Y'all see, mad? They're like, they man, used to see? like you. I know. They're like, and, and so look, and so now one of my sisters just started <laughs> putting oh. her saddle over her horse. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm coming to Mississippi. <laughs> in fact, it's the wife of the man who's going to California. She's like, forget these sandwiches. I'm going to get her too, dear. <laughs> But look, so Elon Musk is not a conservative or anything like that. No, not the no, not not the way. So let me say this: not the way it matters to us. He is conservative on some things, right? But we have to be very careful because he's not conservative in the ways that matter. And I think I think when any corporation or business you have today, what's going to happen is what's what's happening to Disney. You're going to have some people in there that's Mm going to have this voice that's going to you know. So I think that's the biggest things. Yeah. Within these corporations, there's these little agenda pieces yeah, <laughs> that have loud voices you. and a lot of power. And they, I agree with and they you. And they kind of like turn in the head of the, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're the neck that's turning the head. You know? I, man, that is that is such an astute observation. And, and we have to be very careful because what we too often do, those of us who politically speaking are conservative, um, what we too often do is we take a person, and this is just a serious tone for a moment here, just a, a word of caution. We take a person who is conservative on one issue and we right. sort of like we we <laughs> man, we airbrush that person. Right. You know what I mean? We we airbrush that person. We smooth their edges, whether mm-hmm. or not they ask us to or they try to. We just like because we so desperately want a win that we're just so we take a person like Elon Musk, who is conservative um, as it pertains to free speech and free market as it pertains to business. Right. 
And so then we want to make him a social conservative like us. And we want to say, well, he did them a solid. So he's a brother. So we want to do all of these things that become like wishful thinking. And I think the Christian would be better served being discerning, right? Being steeped in the word of God, being discerning, but also being sober minded. Like not just being like, you know, let's not get geeked up like, oh, he's one of us and he took Twitter. You know, like, no, we don't really know if he's one of us. Because remember, you know we're what I'm Christians. Saying? We're Christians. That's our Christ. us. Yes. That's our us. So right. anyway, one other story, and then we'll open the phone lines. Aaron the Addisons, stay close. Living for the most high, feeling like I won't die. Before I get to meet him, I'ma see him crack the whole sky. Everything he teaching me, I'm speaking through the flow now. And it's even sweeter than before now. Got me yelling God over my name. Christ over fame, be the same me before. Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. It's the Friday edition. We're back just in time to spend Friday with you as we all head into our weekend. I'm going to open the phone lines. And while Sherry B gets the calls queued up, I will share this last story. This will be a quick one, in and out like a burger. Like this one's <laughs> going to be real quick, unless unless people want to linger here. Stranger things uh, have happened, but uh, we'll, we'll just see. 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. You can comment on what we've talked about so far and even add this last one in as you're listening, as you get queued up. And let me just also say, I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that was Bizzle. I'm a Christian. Okay, so Tropicana has unveiled a limited edition cereal that you can eat with orange juice instead of milk. Wait, 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 what? Yuck. Well, let me just, let me get into it. Okay, so here we go. This is, guys, some people are going to try this. I, okay, here we go. Tropicana is introducing a breakfast cereal you can eat with your orange juice in the bowl. The Mm. juice giant announced that it is testing a cereal that is meant to be eaten with orange juice instead of milk called Tropicana Crunch. Mm. It's being advertised as, quote, the first cereal made for OJ and maybe the last. No joke. (laughs) That's the advertisement. It said that that's not my commentary. That is the advertisement. Okay, Tropicana will be giving away free boxes through an exclusive website. And everybody's listening like, go ahead with it. (laughs) and some people don't even care what it is it's just that it's free you know who you are you're just kind of like oh giveaways i mean i don't really have a horse but sure i'll take a free saddle i mean it's free um it's tropicanacrunch.com people tropicanacrunch.com that's the name of the cereal and national orange juice day is may 4th may 4th and that is when they will be giving away this cereal so if you're curious um, if you want to try it, you just go to the website and I guess you enter all of your information so they can track you. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> you can get your free <laughs> tropicanacrunch.com beginning on National Orange Juice Day, which is May the 4th. Um, this National is what the website says. Day. National mm. Orange Juice Day, May 4th. Um, prepare your mind and cereal bowl for an unforgettable breakfast experience. <laughs> That's, that's they weird. advertise this experimental cereal as crispy and ready to get citrusy. Ugh, <laughs> I don't know. Like There's just some things that eat. just don't even sound no. like they go together. It just doesn't even seem no, like it no, works. That's a no for me, dog. So let me say this, and then we'll go to the phone <laughs> lines as the phone. phone. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. So you may think that this just came out of nowhere, but Tropicana actually did do a little bit of market research on this. And um, they so it was conducted by Wakefield Research for Tropicana, and they found that 15 million people in the United States have at least tried putting orange juice on their cereal instead of milk. I would like to say each one of those people <laughs> did that because they had no other choice. <laughs> for real. Like, they went to what? the fridge and they were like, good night. Where's the milk? 
And and they looked over and then they saw the juice and they were like, well, <laughs> it's going down today. Anyways, 52 million had oh, either tr- either tried it wow. already or were willing to try it. Okay. Uh, the company conducted conducted another survey of 1,000 adults to confirm that the previous research <laughs> was accurate. Look, because even you can't believe your results. Really? People really are going to eat this? Okay, well, I guess we'll do it. All right, wow. let's go to the phone lines. Let me say this one other thing. I, mm-hmm. I did not know this about Tropicana, but they did another thing, <clears throat> excuse me, where they actually came up with, was it a toothpaste? Let me read it here. Okay, this is not the first time that uh, Tropicana has come up with a novel product and that they've given it away. The company debuted a limited edition toothpaste to celebrate National Brush Day on November 1st, 2021. The toothpaste, which was given away to Instagram users um, who commented on Tropicana's page, was created to protect the flavor of orange juice after brushing your teeth, Hmm. which we all know is an epidemic in this country. How many times (laughs) have you brushed your teeth in the morning, you've gone to, to have your orange juice and you felt like someone didn't love you? (laughs) Like, who hates me that it made my mouth taste like this? And so anyway, Tropicana learned that um, the the reason that is caused is because of sodium laurel sulfate in the toothpaste. So they removed it so that you could brush your teeth and then drink your juice and not cry. It's not like you don't need that in your toothpaste anyway. All of my health people would be like, (laughs) you that that's why we're dying. That right there is why we're dying. They're like, just brush your teeth with the orange juice. All right. To the phone lines we go. 888-589-8840. Will the Great. Where should we go first? All right. Let's go to Karen in Texas. Hi, Karen. Hi, guys. How are y'all today? Doing great. Doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm your I'm your old friend from Texas that used to listen to you and Lauren. But, um, oh, thank you. I, I just... Oh, I just want to thank you guys for touching on this because it is really laying on my heart, Mickey, that you, because I was shouting through my phone talking about Texas going purple. And um, I I follow, I have followed Elon Musk since he's been on Babylon B, but um, Mm -hmm. I have lived in Texas all my life. And um, I just want to encourage everybody listening out there to please, please pray for Texas because Mm we, um, we are we could very well be turning purple and we don't, I'm not going to get political, but we don't have a very strong governor. And I've had seen our major cities. We're going to look Austin being one, mm-hmm. um, Houston being next, very liberal and Dallas Fort Worth is there. And um, anyway, I just, I, I just encourage everybody to pray because this is, everybody's moving here. They, and mm-hmm. I, and I'm like you, Mickey, they just leave, leave your politics at the border. We welcome y'all, but just leave your <laughs> politics right. at the border. So anyway, I love you guys. And thank you so much for bringing this up. Oh, God bless you to me, you guys. So. Oh, oh God bless you, you Karen. You. No, let me just toggle back here because what, what Karen is asking here is so important. I mean, I'm telling you when these people move in with these big companies, they really should go through customs check <laughs> where they are asked. So what are your customs? Hmm. <laughs> you, see, you see okay yeah. anyway but no good. we we thank you i work hard on these um we may need to toggle back to this at a later date because mm-hmm. this is important when people move into an area they we have to understand they are they, bringing they, everything they, with mindset. them that's why we yeah. are seeing the school districts change in texas mm. um we exposed the austin uh, independent school district because of what they were teaching kids there yeah. we know that austin is super duper liberal yeah. and and these Been are the, the kinds of things for a minute for yeah. a minute um these are the kinds of things that we don't think about when we say well, we've got this explosive company growth, but man, these companies are, you know, transporting their employees as well. And those employees are bringing ideologies that 
I mean, it's it's not rooted in Texas. So mm-hmm. so you're you're seeing a shift and you've been seeing this for some time. So, yeah, Karen, I, I I'm right there with you. We do need to pray and we do need to be wise. You know, we need to be careful about the things that we celebrate too quickly so that we kind of think through. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to be the Debbie Downer, but sometimes sometimes there can be a little bit of sobriety that's communicated in that. So thank you for your call, Karen. I appreciate it. Well, the great. We're next. Let's go to Jerry in Tennessee. Hi, Jerry. Jerry. Hello, Will and Mickey. How Hello. Are you guys? Good. Hey, cousin. Good. Hey, I'm sorry I'm getting a new roof today, and it sounds like I'm in a shooting range, so I'll try to pick quick. <laughs> <laughs> Every room I go in, there's banging going on. Hey, uh, first of all, we are glad you're back, so thank you for coming back and not oh, staying away. Thank you. <laughs> Secondly, I went to a prayer conference last week, and uh, I had some stuff I wanted to share with you on that, but it might be a little too serious for the gumbo show, so I'll move on. Uh, <laughs> last, Hey, on this anime marriage dude. Oh. Do you think there's any chance my wife and I could go on a double date with him and his vase uh, where he keeps his wife? Would he leave any contact information? <laughs> Why would you want to do that? I, I don't understand, Jerry. <laughs> well, I've got, you know, it looks like it's not going to work out between them. And I've got some comic books to show him where he might be going <laughs> to find a new wife in. Oh. I can't. Jerry, how insensitive, Jerry. Jerry, how hey, insensitive. You brought the, you brought the story up. <laughs> Guilty. It's, it's Gumbo Friday. Yes. You're right. Yes. You're right. I mean, what what can I say, Jerry? You you I, I brought this all on ourselves, the listeners, all of us. We all share in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right, God bless Jerry. you, Jerry. I hope everything works out with that roof. And which I would say this too: I I think you want the sound of banging when people are putting your roof on. Yeah, like if they're putting your putting yeah, your you roof on anything, and there's no banging, something wrong here. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, where do we go next, Will the Great? All right, let's go to uh, Kathleen in Virginia. Hi, Kathleen. Hi, how are you guys today? Doing great. Doing great. How are you? I'm fabulous as usual. Um, so I wanted to touch on the fictophile. Um, first of all, I think it's an absolutely sad, sad situation. It um, is. and the reason I say that is because, you know, in this day and age, technology has really isolated people mm. from yeah. other people, you know, these kids, these, these people who aren't socially adept, mm-hmm. um, they, hide themselves away in the house and all they know is technology. Um, So they don't know how to to talk to other people. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I can only imagine that this poor guy growing up had, you know, I don't know, maybe he just didn't have a social life Mm -hmm. and hid himself away. And so all he knows is, is that, and it's, Mm. it's just sad, you know, and I think technology is really, killing our our society and our kids yes at this point no kathleen i i really love the point that you're bringing out here and and i want to thank you for making this point because it's one that i didn't consider even in this conversation there is a larger issue it's not just the anything everything yes issue as it pertains to sexuality and sexual identity but it is also the addiction that we have to technology in our culture and our society today that disconnects people and creates a false sense of community so when when you when you um, add all of those things together right then then it's not a stretch of the imagination Mm. to get a person who identifies as a fictosexual and I think that's really sad. And and I think Kathleen, you're you're really hitting on something that's that's very sobering to think of, the um, the social isolation that many in our society experience while believing while believing that they are socialized because they have a lot of friends out there. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's really tragic. Kathleen, thank you so much for pointing that out. I appreciate it. Well, the great. Where do we go next? All right, let's go to Lynn in Arkansas. Hi, Lynn. Hi, thank you. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say uh, I've got two comments. One's mm-hmm. about Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing about him and this, is it Starlink where it connects your brain to, uh, I don't know that much about it, but that kind of bugs me. It kind of sounds intrusive or mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and so I'm really glad you brought up, you know, just because everyone's flipping out that this is so great. But anyway, um, and then um, the other thing is, um, I just looking at certain things, sometimes like the anime thing, I thought, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. It looks like something I should look into, um, you know, to learn more about it. Because mm-hmm. I know of a really withdrawn little teenager who's kind of into that. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw that our local <laughs> library was really promoting it, I thought, rot row. <laughs> right. Oh, man. man. <laughs> hey, that's oh, the right. Man, you caught me off guard. That's the right that was I, right there. Th- that's I mean, the, definitely. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. But but it is it is appropriately placed because whenever exactly. we see these things all converging, uh, we should be concerned and we should have the rut rows go, <laughs> go off. Um, yeah, Lynn, thank you so much for your comments. I really do appreciate it. Um, Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Sean in Michigan. Hi, Sean. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I, pre- I appreciate what uh, that last lady, everything she said about uh, about Tesla. and mm-hmm. uh, but, but what I really wanted to comment on was the uh, uh, orange juice and granola thing? Yes. Um, I still remember the time when I was a, when I was a kid. I wasn't paying attention. I really was, you know, seriously hungry. I think it was Sunday morning even, mm-hmm. and I, I just put orange juice on the granola, and then it was like on between mother and son. You're gonna eat that? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I tried, I tried, but I, 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 I somehow weaseled out of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not great. Wow. Oh, yeah, I just when I when I hear it mentioned, wow. there's something that I find very cringe worthy about it. <laughs> that just sounds like somebody forgot to get the milk. It just sounds like it's something that you just don't. And in fact, <clears throat> excuse me. They went through a round of testing to figure out what kind of cereal they needed to get, and they figured out that it needed to be these. It's it's some kind of honey almond clusters, um, because mm. they said that this held up better under the acidity of the juice. Right. <clears throat> and anyway, it comes with a spoon that you can you can. It's it's a spoon. It's a special. Oh. Yeah, so that you, so can, you drink can drink the orange juice uh, after. Man. So I don't know. so I just I, I'm just I imagining know. that meeting. Like, who came up? Yeah. Hey, what if we? It just seems like, you know, one of oh, those. Oh, well, 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 that was that was Tom who used to work at Tropicana. And uh, now <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I mean, you, you've got to do what you've got to do to try to, stuff, you know. You know mm-hmm. How do you know if, unless you try, you know. Um, That's funny because that's kind of their slogan. Like, how do you know? You, you don't know. <laughs> I mean, that don't work for, for everything. But for this, it may work. You know, how do you know? Yeah. You know, Honey almond cereal is what they're doing. And I mean, oh my goodness, are we already out of time? Yes. I th- oh, you have good brought us grief. to the end of the show. This Friday has just zoomed by. Okay, that's 
That's unfortunate. Rut row. Um, I think what we rut row. <laughs> Lynn, that's rut row. Oh my goodness. I, we I need a I need to we if Lynn doesn't doesn't mind it too much, we might need to just make a sound bite out of that so that we can use that at the appropriate yes. time because it's so perfectly placed. I yeah. Yeah. You could wear it every day without anyone wondering why. Because every single day there was right. a rut row moment where you're just like, mm, something's Something's wrong here. Um, anyway, somebody just raced to the printer and like, hey, I need two of them rut rows. <laughs> two rut rows. All right, we're out of time. Thanks so much for oh, listening. Man. Until Monday, Lord willing. God bless.